Welcome to Mind Your Mind. Mind Your Mind podcast is for busy people like you who want to enjoy life and free up their time and emotional space by learning valuable tools for self-care and mindfulness. Our weekly topics are filled with compelling discussions and practical solutions to increase your productivity and healthy living. I'm your host, Joseph Tropper, and I'm honored to have you here with me today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 20, Four Denials That Can Rule Your Life. And I know the last episode we talked about defense mechanisms and people felt that they were really important and enlightening to understand and take a look at ourselves. And as far as we understand, we're the only creature that can actually introspect and think about ourselves. Most of the animal world is ruled by passion and instinct, which doesn't have the ability to look at ourselves. But one of the things that makes our life so complicated and also so fulfilling is our ability to actually look in the mirror, question our motives and improve our relationships and our situations. And so I think that the intellectually honest and the emotionally astute person uh, will appreciate this segment on four denials that could rule your life. So before I start, let me give you my quote. And um, it's actually something that I'm very proud of. It's a mixture of Abraham Lincoln and my own take. So first, let me quote Abraham Lincoln. And this is a very famous quote. He says, you could fool all the people some of the time, and some of the people all the time, but you cannot fool all the people all of the time. And to that I add, accept yourself. That's my quote. You can fool yourself all of the time. And that's not our goal in life. Our goal in life is to recognize where we are not seeing ourselves and where we can better improve ourselves. And that will uh, help with our own mental health. And I'll explain to you why. There are two reasons. So imagine if you're driving your car and you're trying to back up and you look in the mirror and you're not sure whether it's clear or not. Well, you've encountered something that we're all well aware of. It's called a blind spot. Um, so you look down, look out, turn your head back, and you look out the window, or you look behind you, and then you notice, oh my goodness, I almost hit something. Well, usually the bigger your car, the bigger the blind spot. And so the bigger you are as a person, not physically, but emotionally, the more developed you are, oftentimes the more defenses that come the way and the more blind spots that come the way. And so this segment is going to try to help just shed some light. When you know that you have a blind spot, well, what do you do? You get some concave mirrors that give you more visibility, and you make sure that you look in other different directions through accountability um, and through just kind of being able to compensate for it. Because uh, for myself as a training therapist, one of the things that was so helpful to me was I had many clients who graciously agreed. And of course, we would never do this without asking their you know permission and getting even even something in writing where I would say to them at the beginning of the session, um, are you are you comfortable if I record the session on that video camera? And the reason that I record it is so that I could look it over again and just kind of rate myself and go over it with the supervisor. And then most clients would say no, they're not they're not comfortable. And then the video camera goes away. Um, but ones that said, it, you know, they were comfortable, those were so um, educational for me, because I was able to look at myself and say, Oh, my God, I can't believe I said that in session or, wow, that was good. That was a good skill. And I did a good job with that. Mostly the, the, of, of the, uh, the former, though, where I said to myself, I can't believe I said that, or I can't believe I did that, or I can't believe how I how that came across. It's not at all what I was trying to do. Um, and so that really helped me hone my skills. And of course, all those tapes were not saved and were destroyed, um, as per my agreement with a client. So let's talk about these four denials that we that often we live with, um, and learn about our blind spots and our ability to fix them. All right, first one is denial of our abilities. And, you know, we often look at successful people and think to ourselves, well, they're successful because they were just good at that, whether they're people in sports, whether they're people medical field, professional fields, or other fields, well, they're just good. 
Well, actually, I mean, Malcolm Gladwell has made this very famous in many of his books, especially Outliers, where people that are good at things, it's because they kept practicing them. Now, people could criticize Gladwell's research and say, well, you know, maybe he put the number too high, whether it was 10,000 hours or 5,000 hours, it doesn't matter. The point is that people that are good at things, we know how they get that way. They get that way because of practice. One of my favorite stories is a woman who attended a amazing symphony and a, a uh, she, she fell in love with the pianist and his amazing skills. And she came over to him at the end and wanted to uh, be able to chat with him very briefly. And she said, I was inspired by your playing and it was amazing. I'd give anything to be able to play like you. And he looked at her and said, ma'am, that's exactly what I did. Meaning that it takes a lot of effort to build yourself up to be a concert pianist and to be able to play in that amazing way. And he gave everything to be able to become that. That was his profession. That was his life. And so when we look at people that have healthy skills and we say to them, I'd give anything to be that way. Well, (laughs) that's important. So when we deny our own abilities, you know, when you're a kid, people ask you what you want to be. So you want to be a fireman, a doctor, a a lawyer, all different types of things. Well, our imagination runs wild, but you know what? There's no one that ever told us that we can't be that. And we actually could develop that. The problem is that throughout life, people convince us not to be that or to deny what, what we actually have inside. And so we need to really be able to look at the mirror and say to ourselves, you know, what are my abilities? And we need to be able to face the fear that we have that stops us from doing things and be able to say, okay, I'm scared, but I can, I could do it anyway. Because if you interview successful people, you will see that all of them, almost all of them have one common ground, which is that despite fear and despite discouragement and despite failures, they still kept putting in the effort. So it wasn't necessarily the natural God-given or uh, natural abilities that they have, but rather it was just their belief in themselves. And if we could stop denying our abilities, we could really get places. The second denial is in the form of relationships. And that is what I like to call the look at yourself first approach. And that is that we often have a tendency to like to blame external things for things that go wrong in our lives, especially males. Uh, But females do this plenty as well. So don't, you're not off the hook. Um, And therefore, when it comes to a lot of relationships, we have a lot of blind spots in the things that we're doing that are prompting our spouse to act a certain way that that we're not enjoying or in a way that we uh, have judgments against. But oftentimes, one of the first places to start is by looking at yourself and seeing what am I doing that pushes this person's buttons and brings out this negative part about them. And when you put in an effort to change that, you will see a tremendous change in your relationship. It's an amazing thing. Number three is denial of the self. And this is related to the first two, but a little bit different. And that is that we often just deny our own needs. We're not aware of our own needs. So I'm not talking about your talents and I'm not talking about your relationship dynamics. I'm talking about what you need. And what you need is Maslow's hierarchy of needs, food, shelter, protection, love, belonging. Um, And sometimes we just deny ourselves these things. And um, a lot of mothers fall prey to this. You know, the, the, the word mother is very similar to martyr. And I think that there's this general understanding that, you know, the more of a martyr you are and the more you give of yourself and don't take care of yourself, the better of a parent you are. And that is just simply not true. You need to take care of yourself and you need to teach your kids how to take care of yourself if you're, if you are a parent. But so this idea of just taking care of yourself and advocating for yourself, it's very easy to become codependent or to just do things for others, but it does not leave us feeling very good. It makes us feel actually used. And so when we can be aware of these things, it can be very, very helpful. And the last thing is, uh, number four is denial of the spirit. And again, everyone has different interpretations of what this means. Um, but just being aware of our spiritual 
essence and who we are and what we what we're about. I know this is a mental health segment, but what I'm even if you're an atheist, there's there's an idea of spirit and power that you have inside you. Um, it might be more related to your abilities and self and your relationship dynamics, but nevertheless, there is a somewhat of a uh, spirit. But more importantly, if you if you are part of a, re- a religious group, embrace the meditation, prayer, self care that that or the connection with God or a higher power, connection with nature, whatever you're connecting with, and use that for your benefit and be aware of it because it will elevate your life. How do we deal with the challenges of life and the struggles that we face when we have a spiritual outlook that often can empower us to use our spiritual guidance, whether it's belief in God, belief in a higher being, prayer, meditation, relaxation, community. These things are very, very powerful. And people that have a religion, have, have an, actually live an average of seven years longer. So whatever that means, you can interpret it however you want to interpret it. But the bottom line is that when we deny the spirit, we're denying a very important part of ourselves. So getting back to Abraham Lincoln, no, you can't fool everyone all the time. But in my opinion, you could fool yourself all the time. But if, you're, if you've made it all the way through to the end and you've listened to all four of these denials, then you're in really good shape because you could take a look at yourself and say to yourself, am I denying my abilities? Am I denying my part in relationship challenges? Am I denying my self-advocacy and personal needs? Am I denying my spirit and my, my essence of who I am? So when we do these things, we'll be minding our mind and having a much better life. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to mind your mind. For more practical ideas and to make sure you never miss an episode, visit us at mindyourmindonline.com.